terrific and thank you very much uh, for inviting us to, to speak today. VCOF uh, welcomes the review. Um, we're very excited about the review. Whilst acknowledging the bucket's not um, unlimited, um, we are very excited that this review is happening and we really look forward to continuing to work um, through the steering committee and I'd like to acknowledge Brooke McHale, our policy advisor, um, who represents VCOS on that steering committee. And we're also looking forward to uh, working on putting a submission in on behalf of the community sector. What we do know is tens of thousands of Victorians live in poverty and disadvantage. We know in Australia there's about two and a half million people living in poverty and around 650,000 of those live in Victoria. So as Bevan mentioned, 14% of the population. However, restrictions on legal aid across the country are so severe that in many jurisdictions, people who live below the poverty line, the acknowledged Henderson poverty line, will not satisfy the means test uh, for legal aid eligibility, which is, a, which is a tragedy in itself. One of the key factors that drives poverty um, in this country is the inadequacy of income support. And it was interesting you mentioned Centrelink as a, as a universal um, safety net. But we do know that the adequacy of those payments, particularly for people who are young, unemployed, have a disability or raising children alone, are, are horrendous. People are being forced to make life choices um, and trade-offs between basic needs, rent and groceries, clothing or medical bills, support for their children, medical appointments, um, and often they are forced to go without. And we know uh, for children, the impact of this can be lifelong and devastating. And we particularly know uh, the neuroscience now tells us the impact of deprivation on children's brain development. So in some ways, poverty is creating these pathways that are going to make it very hard for um, young people growing up in those families to succeed in life. So we know the causes of poverty and disadvantage are complex, interrelated, and people can slip in and out of vulnerability at any time during their life. We also know that place-based disadvantage has a, a key role to play, um, and people living in dis disadvantaged communities on every indicator are faring worse. And, you know, the Ombudsman found, you know, half of Victoria's prisoners come from 6% of disadvantaged postcodes. So, you know, we need to think about these types of responses when we're thinking about a means test review. So we know there's a, a clear and established link between uh, poverty and disadvantage and legal problems. 45% of people experiencing legal problems reported one or more of income loss, financial strain, stress-related injury, physical ill health or relationship breakdown or moving home. They're all things any of us could suffer from. But the important thing is, how do the most vulnerable in community get the support when they need it? So... We know that legal or involvement with legal disputes can either cause poverty or exacerbate poverty, things like homelessness and unemployment. We also know that um, family violence is a key factor in creating vulnerability and disadvantage in the community. And many people facing violence, including economic abuse um, and elder abuse, have difficulty in accessing legal support despite absolutely desperately needing it. So they may not be eligible, but they are the most vulnerable and need support. So we know people experiencing poverty and disadvantage are more likely to enter the legal system. People with disability are twice as likely as other people to experience legal problems. They're also significantly more likely to have one or more legal problems. And people with disability experience their legal disadvantage for a number of reasons, often not related to the disability itself. It's due to discrimination, a high level of intervention in their lives, things like child protection, uh, mental health and guardianship systems, 
and inaccessible services with limited expertise in working with people with a disability. Aboriginal people are also more likely to experience legal problems and they experience higher rates of disadvantage and poorer health, justice and education outcomes than non-Aboriginal. So all of these factors are going to have to be considered in. It's not just a simple in and out and, you know, there's just one line that you can say, okay, that's, that's the line we need to go. It is a very complex and myriad way we're going to need to think about reforming um, the means test. So I guess in summary, our key message is we, we really are looking forward to the next stage. We'd love, love working with you and, and would like to continue to do so. But that our legal system can't just be for the rich and the healthy. Um, people living in poverty and disadvantage disproportionately rely on the legal system or, or forced into the legal system. And people shouldn't be priced out of legal protections. So we must do more to help people access the justice system and money shouldn't be a roadblock to receiving justice. So um, congratulations and we'll look forward to um, working with you through this process.